welcome back to Magic with a K. I'm Daniel. And I'm Alex. And we have been away for a while. And we realize that. Yeah. We uh, had Ostara and Easter come up. And then we had life get in the way. Yeah, we had uh, we had some people get sick. Uh, we had a couple other things happen just with jobs and all kinds of stuff going on that just we got really really busy and this kind of got pushed on the back burner and therefore it's one of those we both talked about it the other day and was like yeah we need to get back doing this so we're back so we're back so this and we're still following the same thing we're still you know got these episodes written down that we want to do and all that kind of good stuff so this one is actually going to be basic safety cautions which is basically going to be your defense against the dark arts class so to speak yep and or my personal favorite how not to be an idiot well <laughs> there is some of that you know we've talked about before like for instance you know if you and, and if you are if you're somebody that's that's practicing black magic you're going down the left hand path so to speak if you're doing all that then you know you know what you're getting into yeah but a lot of folks who aren't they're trying to just potentially do gray magic or white magic type deal or even green magic like you do. Yeah. You know, there are some basic safety things that are kind of like, hey, this will cause this not to blow up in your face, so to speak. Yeah. It'll cause you not to have attachments. It'll cause you not to, <laughs> and I'm talking, you know, demonic attachment type stuff, you know, bad spirits, different things like that. Yeah, you know, sometimes, well, and there you go. You can have some good spirits that get annoying <laughs> that attach and just stuff like that. So, go ahead. Alright, so the first thing to talk about when we're talking about safety when it comes to the occult and magic is we need to talk about mundane safety. And I know it sounds boring, <laughs> but if you're going to set yourself on fire, oh. then all the magical protections in the world really don't matter. <laughs> so, let's talk about that. Um, Never leave candles unattended. Correct. When you are burning candles in glass containers, make sure the candle flame is centered. Right. Um, make sure it's on a on a heat safe in a heat safe container. Don't use plastic. Don't use styrofoam. Don't use wood. And so, since most of us usually have altars that are wooden, mm -hmm. it once again, if it burns down far enough. It can set your altar on fire. Yes. And it will. Yes. That will happen if you let it go to that. Um, so when I light my incense on my altar, mm -hmm. I have glass cups mm -hmm. that have sand in the bottom of them. Mm -hmm. And I stick my incense straight up in the sand. And the right. sand acts as a insulator right. to protect the glass. And the glass catches any ashes and any stray um, sparks or embers. Mm -hmm. And protects the wood of my altar. Right. So you do it like the old style, traditional mm -hmm. in a lot. And you'll see that a lot. Like if you watch any movies about that kind of stuff where they're going to like a, a Shinto temple or anything like that, they still do that. And they, and they do, do still do that. You know, they put the incense in sand. They do all. And for the same reason. The it's exact the exact same reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of my candle holders are either glass or metal. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I do not leave candles unattended. Um, or incense. Or Well, incense I leave unattended, but not 
Because incense isn't an open flame. It's right, but you don't flame. actually leave the house. No, no, no. Right. I don't leave the house. I might leave the immediate area. Right, right. I don't leave the house. Right. So, like, for instance, what I've got holding here in my hand, which you can't see because this is radio, well, podcast, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I've got actually a nice little ceramic leaf. It's actually very nice. I love this, this little thing. It's an incense burner. You stick the incense in here in the little hole there, and it's one of those that keeps it from burning all the way into anything that you've got it sitting on. It catches all the ash. It does a great job. These things are usually, you can find them everywhere, and they're really cheap. Yep. And so there's no reason not to have one. Yeah, and so this one holds your incense at a slight angle mm -hmm. so that all of the ash and any embers fall in a specific mm -hmm. direction. Which is onto the leaf. Which so, is onto the leaf. Yeah, it, it works well. And I'm, I'm sure people have seen it. If you've gone to Hot Topic, well, especially back in the past, or a couple um, other different places. Yeah. Hot Topic, not so much Hot Topic, but definitely um, Spencer's Gifts. Spencer's, yeah. yeah. They, they have all that stuff. It's, and that's, yeah, fire, fire will hurt you, okay. no matter what. Um, <laughs> second one, um, sharp objects. Mm, mm -hmm. We, um, I, in my craft and practice, use sharp objects pretty regularly. I, d I do have a, a dagger, uh, naturally. I have a dagger. Um, I do have a sword that I like, but it's usually sheathed and kept up on top of my dresser. I like that. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you take them out, yeah. remember, they are real. So I have an athme, um, I have a couple, and none of them have sharpened edges okay. because we don't use those for actual cutting. When I do need to cut something, I use a pocket knife. If for any reason mm. I need blood for a ritual, I use a lancet. Oh, okay. Because mm -hmm. okay. they are, um, they retract, I use a retractable lancet like you'd use for diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, they the needle retracts back in. They're their own sharps container, and they are sterile. Right. Yeah, that's the other part. Remember, you don't want to get an infection from your any of your objects. Exactly. Which is also one of the reasons to clean them. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you know you do recharge them. Mm -hmm. All those kind of things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the basic just physical mm -hmm. condition of the objects. Yeah, remember they're real. Yeah. And when we're talking about sharp objects, let's say that you had a candle in a glass container and mm -hmm. even <laughs> though you did your best, that glass shattered because that can happen. Yep. Be careful when you're picking that up because you can and will cut yourself. Right. I have done that. And it's, it happens. Once again, don't, and that's the other thing I would say, and that'll go into like your mental conditions type stuff is don't beat yourself up. If you make a mistake, you made a mistake. Yeah. It's one of those, clean up the glass, go on, or clean up the glass, go and do something mundane, and then come back to do the ritual. Yeah. If, for instance, it's it interrupted, or even if you didn't get to start the ritual, because that's going to be on your mind, yeah. hey, I screwed up, I did something stupid, but, and you don't need to think that way yeah. when you're doing the rituals. Uh, mental state is a huge component of what we do and for anybody that actually is doing is in practice you know that already yeah but it is it's a huge thing and so having a clear mind having a okay hey yeah all right we did that now we're going to brush that aside and, and we're going to go on with life and then i'm going to come back and do this yeah everybody's done it yeah. if 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 you run into somebody who 
they're a grandmaster wizard of the thirtieth degree in the OTO or whatever. Okay, they're this OTA. isn't to, oh whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, this isn't to down anybody, but if, if they claim that and they claim they've never made a mistake, run away from that person. <laughs> yeah, you don't get very far in your craft and your and your workings without making mistakes. Um, and for those simple things, I I recommend make sure you have a simple first aid kit around. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, make sure you under you know who to call in case an emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't light candles if your cat likes to lit likes to jump mm. onto the area that you light your candles. There you go. Because they will knock them off. They will hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It, all that stuff will happen. No. It just will. Just so I, you know, the, make sure that you are in a safe place. Mm-hmm. And this also goes to the mundane aspect. It is not always safe to be an open practitioner. Right. It is not always safe to be an open practitioner. So if you are doing practice or ritual or workings or anything, make sure you're in a safe place. Right. And sometimes that safe place is your own head. Yeah. That happens as well. That's okay. Sometimes that safe place is inside the confines of your house right sometimes it's not i mean i'm i know when i was younger it was not safe for me to do occult workings in my house because my parents were not okay with it right and that does happen it's it's a learning process Mm -hmm. and the other the other thing like for instance if you have nosy neighbors then yeah make sure you definitely have some dark shades on some windows where you're doing your practice that will keep them out so obviously (laughs) this is a podcast you can't see where we are but at my house it is perfectly safe for me to do full-on rituals in my yard oh right yeah nobody can see yeah yeah at um your house yeah here it is not yeah safe to do full-on rituals in your yard right like i don't do because you've got yeah. Eight neighbors, right? I don't do like we're in what's considered a uh, a Florida room. That's what usually it's called, mm-hmm. a, and that's the section we usually do these podcasts in. And yeah, there are windows everywhere to where at least probably four to five of my neighbors could see me if I was doing stuff in here, mm-hmm. which is why I don't do anything in this room. As far as other than this podcast, <laughs> nothing occulty goes on in this room. Okay. Yep. Whereas where I live, I live in the woods, mm-hmm. and I could do complete skyclad rituals in my front yard, and no one I would care. I thought you did. I mean, I do, I, but no one I, cares. I, I was going to say, when I've had my binoculars, I've seen some ha, of those. Ha, 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 But that goes back to the other part. Remember, there may be people watching you, mm-hmm. and therefore, yeah, that is a, a physical security concern. Uh, the other one I would say... For instance, if you've ever read any of the grimoires from ages past, if you've ever been able to get your hands on those or looked at them online, stuff like that, there are, you know, there's code words in there for different things. However, I think some of the problems some people ran into, especially back in the day, if somebody found that uh, grimoire, you know, Book of Shadows, and read it, they probably did get those people burned at the stake or hung or whatever. Because the secret code words in there, it'd be really hard to explain, especially to even nowadays, it'd be really hard to explain to a jury that you didn't really mean children's blood, you meant strawberry jam when you wrote children's blood. 
Well, yeah. my favorite is that Eye of Newt is oh, actually Eye right. of Newt. There Eye of go. Newt is an old-fashioned way of saying mustard seed. Right. Right. So It's it, mustard seed, which I have in my pantry, mm. because, or in my spice cabinet, because right. I cook with it. Right, exactly. And probably most of you do, too. And so, to you all, it wouldn't be anything, but because people were writing in code mm. and trying to do all that... That's where all that comes from. And a lot of that code and came from trying to preserve secrets. Correct. Well. Like, this is my recipe for that. Right. Uh, just like, you know, it, it becomes the whole, you know, you you know what your Book of Shadows says. You know what different things need to go with it. We've talked about that off air. We've talked about, you know, like the different things that need to be done in order for contact with certain entities, different things like that. Well... So, I may know that mm -hmm. intuitively, just like she knows that, but because it's one of those, I'm not going to write that down step by step because I don't need to, yeah. especially for myself anymore, yet somebody picking that up, they won't know and therefore, and we've, we've laughed yeah. about this before, therefore won't know that and they perform a ritual out of that book. Oh, man. My Book of Shadows would be almost useless to most people if I'm right. not there to explain it. For right. example, I do a lot of candle magic, mm. and a lot of my candle magic spells say, dress the candle. Right. Now, if you don't you, know what dressing a candle is... Right. Some of you know what that means. if you do know what dressing a candle is, but you don't know how I dress candles mm -hmm. or anything, you know... I, I could imagine someone picking up and be like, so... What, do I, like, wrap fabric around it? Do I put a dress on it? Do we have Barbie clothes? Like, what's going on? No, you just gently massage it until things get really, really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> You're not too far off. By the, by the way, we... So, you all have heard us before on the thing, you know, laugh and joke. This is what we do normally, okay? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it... But, yeah, you're right. It's just, like... You know, as I've, as I've talked to people before on here, and, and we've talked about it too, it's like your personal relationship with the entities that you talk to, that you interact with, is going to be your own personal interaction with them. Mm -hmm. So, once again, it'll be different. And writing it down is fine for you, okay. but don't expect somebody else to come along and know exactly what it means. That would be the other part. So, if you write in code... Make sure, make sure it reads. That's that. That would probably be the best advice. Make sure it reads like a normal journal. Yeah. You know, if it reads like a normal journal, that's probably going to be pretty boring to people. They're not going to pay a lot of attention to it. Yeah. But if you write it in code that sounds like, for instance, yeah, the Eye of Newt and the Wing of Bat with mm -hmm. you know and, and all this and other stuff. Blood, there which... you go. For yeah. the record, virgin blood is not mm. blood from a virgin. It's blood that's never been used in a ritual. Right. But see, it's hard to get a jury convinced of that when all they're, all they're thinking is burn the witch. That's uh, it. My personal favorite was um, they would, even when spells do call for blood, which right. modern spells do, historical ones did, yep. how much blood? Right. Have you ever has any have y'all ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean the first yes. one? Yes. Where they're like, We need blood we need the blood and he scratches her um hand, hand mm -hmm. and she's like, That's it? He's like, Waste not, what not seriously. Yeah. We don't need to kill people. 
Well, no one's out there doing And then that. the funniest part was, and then when it didn't work, then they thought they did need to drain all her blood, which of course then... Yeah, and, and, and then just, it was the wrong they person. escaped, and yeah, all that stuff, so that was pretty funny. But um, yeah, it, it's that type of deal. It's the whole, look, you're not going to, for instance, I unless, and I guess this potentially does happen, but it, I would say it's probably very rare, and it was extremely rare in history, stuff like that, and still is. But it's like nobody's going out there and actually, you know, draining a baby of their blood, okay? I, I, Only I don't, crazy people. Yeah, that's the whole part. I don't ever, yeah, you don't ever really, if that was really happening, there'd be snooze stories. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it, there'd be all kinds of stuff about it. And there's just not because people aren't doing it. And, yeah. if, and if you are, like she said, you're a crazy person. Yeah. I, that's just, yeah, the bottom line. All right, so now so. that we've gone through a lot of the mundane um, aspects of safety, yeah. uh, let's talk about the magical aspects of safety. Right, so for instance, you always want to have, like I said, you want to have a good mental state mm -hmm. when you're going into any type of spell work, or even when you're just doing some of the mundane, for instance, like I always do um, the uh, LBRP, the Lesser Banishing Ritual of the Pentagram, mm -hmm. before I start anything off. Uh, that's just kind of an, it comes, and it does, it comes straight out of modern magic. It, it's it's one of the first things he teaches you because it's an easy thing to do. One, it's easy. Two, it protects you. And it kind of just makes sure that your space is clear of any negative influences. It also kind of clears you because you're concentrating on that. You're concentrating on, okay, now everything's okay. And you're kind of enveloping yourself. And if you don't have a real good imagination, like it says, you just got to know it's there. Mm -hmm. Like, thankfully, it's one of those I can see yeah. when I make when I make the actual pentagrams in the air type deal. I can see that in my mind's eye, uh, which is a lot of fun. And I can see the, you know, the encircling for me, which is, which is really nice. Yeah. But you always want to... You know, some of the basic stuff for, for that is salt. Yeah. Salt's easy. Salt's awesome. Salt is awesome. And you can get salt from pretty much anywhere now. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, you can, there's a couple of things you can do to make it more powerful, different I stuff I mean, you like can get that. a can of Morton salt yeah. from the store for a dollar. And, and it works. Yeah. It works. Because salt is very powerful in and of itself. Yeah. It does do a great job of protecting. And it will keep things away from you. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that don't like salt. Yeah. Not just um, slugs. <laughs> um, when I do rituals, I do often like to cast a circle mm -hmm. instead of doing the lesser, lesser banishing ritual. Right. I like to cast a circle myself, but um, that comes from a, uh, a slight Wiccan background. I'm, I'm not Wiccan, but I did study Wicca a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so I do like to cast a circle, and what that does is it uh, gives me a safe bubble in which yep. to work. Yep. And that's what the whole point of them is, is to give you a safe space. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. that that's become real funny now, but it's become a safe space for you to, yeah, to do whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Uh, because, like I said, it does clear your mind, it lets you concentrate on what you're doing, and it does keep you safe. Hmm. And knowing that really does help the mental <laughs> aspect as well. Well, and it, it helps everything that's outside of it stay out. Yeah. And it helps anything you're doing inside of it stay contained yeah 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 i would agree with that uh now i will say that the the one thing that i i definitely do agree with uh i think you talked about that in modern magic as well which is when you start this process you bang a 
gong that goes throughout the universe, mm-hmm. letting them know that there's a new practitioner in town, mm-hmm. and it really it it does happen, and <laughs> you will have you'll have good, you'll have bad, you'll have neutral. They'll 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 notice. They'll take notice. Some of them some of them really take notice. Oh yeah. Uh, for you know we've talked about that before about like for instance her uh, her daughter. You know, Loki was beating down her door. Oh, yeah. And uh, my daughter's come and talked to me about a couple of entities that are kind of, yeah, kind of more subtle in their application of trying to get your attention. And I get that. But the, the entities that are contacting your daughter are ones that are more subtle. I don't yeah. think anyone has ever accused Loki of being subtle. No, no. He's he's pretty much in your face. Yeah. So. And he wasn't subtle in the original myths. He's not yeah. subtle for modern practitioners. He right. wasn't subtle in the MCU. That's He's true. just not subtle. Yeah. And <laughs> that's still so funny to me. Uh, Loki in the MCU is just, yeah, it's, it's a fun time. He's a great character. Uh, yeah, he's a lot of fun. But anyway, so yeah, and that's that happens. Now, thankfully, she's got both me and you yeah. to help her kind of navigate that just like your daughter does as well mm-hmm. and so yeah it makes it easier but like for instance for the people that are listening to us that yeah for instance you don't have that necessarily or maybe you are and that's the other part don't don't confuse like not everything <laughs> can't stress this enough not everything is something's trying to contact me yeah something's a psychic attack something it, it it's not okay it some of them are just, hey, that, that's a pretty Robin that's over there. Okay, yeah. you know that that doesn't mean that you know they're tr- something's trying to contact me. No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It could just be it's a pretty Robin that's like right. I I mowed the grass before we did this, so mm-hmm. you know that that pretty Robin's maybe pecking around for a worm, right? Trying to find something. Yeah. So it's like okay. Now yeah, if it comes and flies up here and starts pecking on this window. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's something else going on there, but that's that's the other part. Don't don't get hung up on paranoia. I would say, yeah. you know, don't let paranoia get you because that's that's a mental safety thing as well. Um, also, and we'll we'll put this caveat out there as well. If you are having mental problems, go see somebody. Yes. Do not practice this if you have any any type of mental problems. Well. If you have any type of untreated. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it's untreated. So there, yeah. there's this um, old, from like the 70s, 80s, 90s, thought process that, oh, you don't need your antidepressants or your anti-anxiety mm. medication or anything like that. You'll be a better practitioner without it. Mm. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. It, don't. It, it, that's, that's not true. Don't believe that from that's dangerous. A, that's a, from a certain group from Tom Cruise. But anyways, um, <laughs> Tom Tom Cruise, use your magic with fire out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any anybody who's a Ricky Bobby fan, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, take your meds. Mm-hmm. Always take your meds until yeah. your doctor tells you not to take your meds. No. That type of thing, because that will cause you to not be able to focus on what you're mm-hmm. doing. That's very true. And two, if for instance, let's say for instance you have anxiety, right? If you have anxiety, 
then there's a potential this will increase your anxiety <laughs> because if you're so spells how do I phrase this right spells normally or sometimes there you go I guess this is a better one don't happen instantaneously yeah right you it may take a while well your anxiety I'm sure would get in the way of why isn't that working why isn't that working what did I do wrong and it's just a spiral yeah. right it's, and it's yeah. hard to get workings to manifest if you're focusing too much on them correct which is another I, I, that is a safety precaution mm -hmm. yeah when you're done with the working let it go it is very common practice to do the working and then go do something mundane oh yeah absolutely go shopping go have lunch go do the dishes do laundry you know the one that works for me what i will go and play like assassin's creed because it has, and don't get me wrong, Assassin's Creed has all kinds of supernatural, paranormal stuff yeah. in it and all that. But it's a very straightforward game. Yeah. You take a mission, you go do the mission, you got to parkour, hardcore parkour. <laughs> you got to do that, and yeah, you stab people with your, you know, hidden blade. Yeah. And then you fight off the guards with your swords or, you know, tomahawks or whatever, whichever version you're playing in. And it... It works, for me at least. Yeah. It works very well for me. Or I go shoot aliens in Halo. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, I still play that game because I'm that old. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but she's uh, right. Yeah, do something mundane. Um, another safety technique that doesn't seem off the bat like a safety technique, but it really is. How do you ground? Oh. How do you ground and release all the energy? So regular grounding yeah. is necessary for your mental health. It's necessary for your practice. It's it's necessary to equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is usually meditation, and uh, I will I will actually now that is I will say that because that looks actually rather normal, mm -hmm. at least. For most suburbanites, mm -hmm. I will go and stand out in my backyard. Mm -hmm. Normally, next to that tree, I've got yeah. a I've got a big old elm tree over here it's that, that I really love, and um, yeah, and I stand there, and all it looks like is I'm just admiring the tree, when really I'm my roots are extending deep into the earth. Yeah, that type of deal, and it it works. It works rather well for me. And, and there's a hundred different techniques oh, yeah. to ground, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you which ones work and are better because it's going to be different for everybody. But mm -hmm. grounding is absolutely a safety technique. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I highly recommend that, um, especially after you're done doing a working. So I finish mm -hmm. doing a working, I ground, and then I go Monday. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... It's sometimes, sometimes I'll go play and then I'll go ground, mm -hmm. um, just because now, yeah, because for instance, I've been able to complete a mission before because I've got so much energy, uh, I'm just able to, oh, and, yeah. and kind of, it, and it also depends on what I did, you know, which, so there's a, uh, there's a section in Modern Magic, if you go all, all the way through it, about elemental and how to, each one of the elements, mm -hmm. and how to, for instance, you know, creating that box or vase or whatever you you want to put that extra energy into and then basically making it disappear type mm -hmm. deal 
and or having it come out and then you can suck it back into yourself type deal. It, it's a fun exercise. It really does show you how to how to play with those. And so that's that's another technique to do, like for instance, standing next to the elm tree. Um, and those the, the early ritual stuff that you first learn is still usually very valid. Yeah. No matter what. You'll learn cooler techniques. Excuse me. You'll learn cooler techniques. You'll you'll have all kinds of fun doing different things as, as you you know uh, get more experienced. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the basic stuff you can always come back to it, and it still works. Well, there's a reason that it's the basic stuff. It's the reason that we teach it first. Yeah. It's the reason we teach grounding mm -hmm. first. It's because it's going to be something you're going to be coming back to for your entire practice. Right. Um, because it's just yeah it. And it actually does make you feel good, which I guess is the other part about it. You know, if it doesn't feel good, you're not going to keep doing it, usually. Yeah. But, yeah, it feels good. So you're like, okay, I want to keep doing this, or I can always come back to it, and now it has that whole nostalgia feel, and you get the member berries, and there you go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the we got a couple of good books here for you, just in case anybody was interested. Um I've got uh, The Sorcerer's Secrets by Jason Miller, Protection and Reversal Magic, also by Jason Miller, by the way. And, of course, Modern Magic, which is got by uh, Donald Michael Craig. And all three are usually pretty good. I mean, the Jason Miller stuff's interesting stuff. You know, you can, you can take it or leave it type deal. Like I said, the Modern Magic stuff is, that book is pretty essential, I would say, for anybody that's starting out. The... For instance, she mentioned Wicca. There's some good books on Wicca out there as well. Mm -hmm. If you if you search some up, there's uh, there's some good books, especially Amazon. Mm -hmm. I would suggest Amazon. Yeah. Um, you can do that. There. Yeah. Learn the basics. Yeah. I would say that if you're just starting out, if you're not, just remember the basic safety tips because every now and again we forget, and then you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's when something catches on fire or yeah. you cut yourself and you're like, oh, crap. Uh, or, you know, you trip on your rope <laughs> because, you know, it was a little too long or you didn't put it on right or whatever. Uh, or somebody's looking at you with binoculars while you're sky clad out in your <laughs> front yard. <laughs> if you wanted to see me sky clad that badly, good for you. <laughs> good for you. That's kind of my thought process on it. Right. But, yeah, normally, once again, everybody, you know your neighbor, or, well, you know the people that live around you normally. You know who's going to be the perv, who's going to be the creeper, yeah. who's going to be the uh, the nosy Nancy, so to speak, who's going to be the gossip. You already know all that. And so, yeah, just having a basic knowledge of, which is the other reason to get to know your neighbors. Yeah. And so that way you can kind of get a feel for, okay, which one is going to be kind of a problem yeah. or which one might actually be kind of interested in this because yeah. for instance the way that i think i've i think i've talked about that on here before you know for instance the way i always put it across is i'm an occult researcher yeah that's the way i i that's the way i presented at church when people ask me yeah it's was, oh, i'm an occult researcher yeah mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i've been studying for a while yeah 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 you know it's always a good thing to know yeah. Yeah. you know i don't ever tell them i'm a practitioner most of them would freak out and uh so yeah, and you just you gauge you gauge that off of obviously knowing them, and that's another safety caution as well is knowing who your audience is. Yeah. 
you know, knowing where you're at. And, you know, you, you've always got friends. Don't, don't worry about that. I mean, if, the, if our voices are the only ones that seem friendly to you, that's fine. You know, there are probably others that you don't know about that are friendly as well. They're just afraid to say anything too, yeah. because of usually the stigma, usually the so there's you know we've talked about that before. There's been such a good concentrated propaganda campaign mm -hmm. that people are afraid rather than inquisitive. Yeah, and that's a real problem. That frankly, yeah, it exists. So that's the reason to be cautious, because yeah, you, <laughs> I mean, at this point, like for instance here in the U.S., yeah, I don't think I'd get hung or burned at the stake or you know have anything like that happen to me but certainly probably some ostracism probably you know different things like that um and i'm a, you know so i'm pretty open about not being a christian and about you know being pagan and um dealing with the occult and i have definitely uh got, been ostracized mm -hmm. and um we um we have a mutual acquaintance who when she first met um your wife yep warned her about me yep 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 because <laughs> apparently i'm that scary well it's just the fact that you know yeah. you're not conforming I, be careful she's not a christian yep not conforming if you're not conforming then you know yep. you're dangerous Pretty much. Remember, that's what's always been said throughout the centuries. Yeah. Probably millennia. But it's like, yeah, if, if you don't conform, one of us, yeah, one, one of us, then. Uh, but once again, yeah, the people listen to this, you guys know this. Yeah. I and mean, you've seen it. You've probably, as, as she's experienced it, and it's the, <laughs> the funniest part for me is, you know, there's people that still talk about how you know well you know christianity is under attack and all this and i'm like not here no like there no. there's there's none of that going on in the u.s or very little okay and i mean there are isolated incidents there are those are isolated incidents but it's it's one of those for the most part which which is the other funny part to me if we all just kind of were more inquisitive about everything mm -hmm. there'd probably be a whole lot less of oh yeah you need to watch out for her yeah like i don't need to watch out for her it's one of those <laughs> well i mean you're all right uh i haven't sacrificed but, any babies that you're aware of that you're that i'm aware of that's right uh once again it's another human having a human journey mm -hmm. here so and unfortunately not everyone looks at it like that, and I know. And even probably, I don't know, some of the folks listening to us, I don't know if you, if you agree with that or not, but it's one of those, yeah, that's the way I've always looked at it. It's, it's we're having a human experience, and I don't understand a lot of times why we fight over the stupid things we do. But yeah. it's, once again, it's always been about that conformity thing. If you're not conforming, then... There must be something wrong with you. Like, yeah. oh, okay. And, yeah, the outliers have always been the ones that have been the, the keepers of the secrets, so to speak. And even if you look back in time, look at the people that actually did these different things to get where we are now, 
and most of them were hiding it behind religion. They were hiding it behind uh, just different, <laughs> different temples. They were hiding it behind <laughs> all kinds of different things. And frankly, it's where we've gotten the things that have gotten us to advance. Mm-hmm. You know, mathematics at one time was an occult thing. Yes. You know, mathematics was an occult thing. Reading was an occult thing. There was, it was actually funny. I was listening to a podcast. Anatomy. Another, anatomy. I was actually listening to a, a podcast the other day that was actually pointing out the fact that, you know, if we, <coughs> if we look back, it's why didn't you want people to be able to read and write? They're easier to control. They're easier to control, but the other part was, you when you write things down, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Transmitting knowledge. You're spelling, right? <laughs> right. That's what we call it. We call it spelling. Yeah. And also, if you learn to write in cursive, <laughs> yeah. It and what what are they trying to take out of the school or what most kids don't even learn it anymore? Oh, my kids are cursive, that. right? So you don't know how to write in cursive. Mm-hmm. It, which we're playing with words here, and I get it. Yeah. But the other part is, yeah, there's a reason it's called that. Mm-hmm. It's called spelling. It's called cursive because that's especially back a long time ago. No. There was only a certain group that could do those things. Oh, yeah. They could create spells. They could create curses. Yeah. yeah. And one of the anybody who's done ritual stuff, you know, writing things on pieces of paper. And then I don't know, maybe burning them in a candle mm-hmm. might be something you do. Yeah. A- and therefore, if you're the only ones who have that knowledge, and you're the only ones who can perform it, yeah. yeah. Um, but back to the so mental mental clarity. That's a that's a big one. Mm-hmm. The physical security stuff yeah. where you're just watching, making sure that. And also, oh, there you go. Have a small fire extinguisher handy. Yes. Just in case. You know, have one that, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. You can get one of the small ones like you put in your car or something like that. It'll extinguish a small altar fire. No, um, I always keep a candle snuffer. That way I'm not throwing out candles Mm -hmm. because it is unlikely, but you can spew sparks. You can. And embers. So, So, once again, yeah, the fire, mental clarity, and then... Whenever dealing, and we've talked about spirits quite a bit on here. Whenever dealing with spirits, just remember, some of them are, they're not, their moral code is different than yours. Yes. So, you know, for instance, some of them, like, you know, she's talked about, she's had uh, spirits hugger, and you can, you can have them, but just remember that, yeah. You know, if, if the spirit's offering, you know, uh, five dollars, me love you, long time. That that might not be that might not be in your best interest. I'm just saying, okay. Sometimes sometimes it can be. I don't know. Okay. Whatever you want to do, okay. Um, but just understand that, yeah, being safe with everybody, humans, animals. That be yeah. Remember the cat jumping up, knocking stuff over, or any animal you have. Snakes do slither, yep. and they can knock stuff over, okay? And the snake's not going to worry about it because the snake is the snake. Yeah. Um, I've never seen spiders run towards fire, so you don't have to worry about the spiders. Yeah. But, it, you know, it, dogs with their wagon tails, yep. you know, they knock stuff over all the time. So you know that. Uh, but, yeah, humans, 
animals, spirits. Just, you know, yeah, you do have to have some different cautions with different ones based on, and even with the humans based on their mental capacity. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's well as, yeah, just keep yourself safe. Make sure that everything that you do is, well, lining up with your practice. Yeah. You know, that's that would be a big one there is to make sure that everything that you're doing, like, for instance, I'm sure that you're, uh, your deities probably wouldn't be very happy if you were doing things that weren't in line with what they wanted. Yeah, uh, probably not. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't if you were supporting <laughs> peace, I'm sure Ares probably wouldn't be behind you, right? Uh, unless it was peace to lead to war, you know. Uh, like we're gonna call for a ceasefire and then we're gonna get a, we're gonna attack them. Okay, I'm on board with that one. Oh, you know? Well, there's a reason that Ares' daughter is Nike. So, you know, I, war always has an end and, and, and a goal. Correct. And, and he's cool with that. Usually. Usually has a goal. Usually. Usually. Theoretically. Mm. Should. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But so. It, it, become, it comes down to, you know, making sure that, yeah, you're, just like with, with mine, it's obvious that, yeah, it's, you know, if I started supporting Lucifer, probably... Yeah, probably wouldn't. Yeah, I'd, That'd I'd be definitely. Fun. Man, that would definitely be a. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be a, a realignment for sure. But uh, yeah, well, he, <laughs> his his uh, his end goals don't exactly line up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And usually. That's the other part. His end goals really don't benefit anybody other than himself. Yeah. It's almost like he's selfish. A demon. It's almost like he's selfish. Well, selfish. Selfish. Um, for I mean, for anybody that does worship Lucifer, that's fine. Okay. I you, you have fun with crossroad demons and everything else, uh, but <laughs> it's uh, just just remember to seal the deal with a kiss. Okay. Yeah. Um, but overall, yeah, it's it's the whole following following your path and knowing your path are very important, mm -hmm. and that's another safety concern as well. Is if you're confused, you probably need to spend some real time meditating mm -hmm. and contacting. Like if you have already started a relationship with an entity. Yeah. And especially a deity. If you've started a relationship, you really need to get in touch with them. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. therefore, you know where you're going. Because being rudderless in life yeah. is usually no way to go through it. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not steering that ship one way or another, the winds will blow wherever it will. So, yeah. And that can be bad for you, can be bad for people around you. And it can it can lead to some bad stuff. And you know, if you if you're depressed, you know, get that solved before you start or you're doing rituals because it'll leak into them really badly. Yeah. That's that's a that's a definite one. That's just bad news. It also, by the way, it attracts really negative entities. Yeah. Depression does, which is why. And I know there there's all kinds of commercials on TV. And and don't get me wrong. If the medication helps you, once again, take your medication. Yeah. However, however, 
you still need help. Yeah. So even with the medication, and I don't care what your doctor says, okay, if you're just going to a medical doctor, if they tell you you don't need counseling, but they're going to give you this medication, they're wrong. Yeah. Because you need both. Because, I've, I've never yeah. met someone who doesn't need counseling in some aspect or another. Oh, well, absolutely. Well, except for me. I stand just, by my statement. Because I'm just amazing. I stand by my statement. <laughs> That's true. It, probably everybody could benefit from some. I just don't go do it because I don't need it. Um, but, yeah, it's... If you have... If, well, if you've built up the coping techniques and they're actually healthy coping techniques, mm-hmm. then usually you can you can pretty much turn yourself out of that dark hole, so, yeah. so to speak. And depending on which dark hole you find yourself in, you may not want to get out of it. Hey! That's a sexual joke for anybody that's out there. There you go. Uh, uh, but anyways, alright, so we've run kind of a little bit long, but that's alright. Yeah, we're, we're almost 45, that's alright. So what are we talking about next week? Let's see, next week we have got on the agenda for episode 19 is going to be divination. So that's actually going to be probably quite a bit of fun because I've got certain divination that I like to do. She's got some divination she likes to do. Oh, yeah. Um, We actually, you know what, we might do that if we can figure out a way to make it entertaining. We might throw some bones or um, do some tarot or we'll figure out something. So oh, yeah. we'll we'll do something like that. And like I said, as long as we can make it at least halfway entertaining, then we will do it on air. If not, we'll do it beforehand, just give you the results of what we got. And this would actually be a time where if you want to send an email to magic with a K for info at gmail.com, you could certainly ask some questions. Um, I, I will not and I won't. She may, I won't. I will not answer any questions about when you're going to die. That's a big no for me. I will not do that. Um, I don't play with the spirits like that. And frankly, Could I theoretically answer that question? Possibly. Will I? No, yeah. because there are some things you just don't need to know. You, well, one, don't need to, and probably, in all reality, you don't want to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, yeah, there you go. I guess that's the other <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Just coming off the top of my head, it's like, yeah, we probably contact the fates. And find out, I'm sure our, power, our our Wonder Twin powers combined, we could probably contact the Fates and, and ask them. And yeah, that would I'm sure that would go well. Goodness knows they're not cryptic and vague. Gee, my name. Anyways, yeah. So but we'll uh, be talking about divination next week. Yes, be a lot of fun. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll have yeah, we'll have some fun, just like we always do. We'll have some right. fun with the divinations, and we'll actually talk about more than just what we do. We'll have a couple of examples of what you could potentially dive into if you're really interested in it. And, as always, if you're really interested in any of this stuff, um, can't stress to you enough, the Modern Magic book, which is usually where most of us start, it's great. It'll help you. It'll teach you as long as you do the lessons, as long as you spend the time. And there's plenty of bibliography in there. Some books you can find. Some you can't. Some are out of print. Some are on the Internet. Yeah. For free. Hey. So, just depends on how hard you look and how much you do your research, which would be the other safety precaution as well, I would say. There is a lot, a lot of reading if you go down this path. Yeah. A lot. So, anyways, I've been Daniel. And I've been Alex. And it was so great to be back with you guys. We look forward 
to talking with you next week. Bye. Bye.